This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Tuesday, August 17th. Thank all of you beautiful people for checking in with us this morning. We love seeing your text first thing. You can text us at 702-364-9400. Tap is checking in this morning. So is Husker Bob in Kansas. Rick, Diana, Sarah, Turtle, Booble, Raul, Melissa, Francis, Jeremiah, Scott, Jay, Deborah, Cujo checking in, Sandel, Buckeye Bob, Jim in Michigan, Lance, Jessica, Nelsie, Aidna is checking in this morning. Also sending us tweets at Mercedes in the AM is Mike from North Las Vegas. We have Dawn checking in. So is Martin, Melodies, and Deanna. Thank you for that. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. I felt like we came back uh, from a couple days off on Monday. It was a great show yesterday. Discussed a lot. Opened up a lot. Did you hear anything back about um, the incident that happened in Chicago? The incident JC is referring to is the that I met my my radio idol the the woman in radio that I've looked up to ever since I listened to the radio. She's who I listened to on the radio and I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's so cool. She's so funny. She speaks her mind." I want to be like that. I met her for the first time. I was so excited and um, she was not very nice to me. <laughs> and and I, if you want to hear all the details on that, it's in the eight o'clock hour from yesterday on the podcast. I heard nothing. I had a, a lot of people reach out to me asking the name of the person. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just don't feel right about exposing the person because I don't know what it is about me. I always go back like, what if they were just having a bad day? Like, it's no excuse to treat people mean, but I just, I don't want to be, I don't want to make that person feel the way they made me feel. You know what I mean? (laughs) I do know what you mean. And you're also a very kind and caring person. And I've seen firsthand when people come to talk to you, no matter what you're doing, you stop what you're doing. You could be running late. You'll stop what you're doing and give that person your full attention, which is something this person did not give to you. It's it's who you are. It's it's in your DNA. You're not going to call that person out. But I'm glad you brought attention to the story just because it sucks. It was such a a bad deal. The, the, The woman left you in tears and you should not have... Should not have felt that way and had that kind of experience. I'm sorry you went through it. But I was thinking last night as, you know, people were talking or I don't know, it got back to her and she, it got back to you. So I'm glad to hear that things are still 
so hey, okay. far. So hey, far. the day is young. It's true. It the week is young. They could oh have traveled to, to the city in which <laughs> that person resides. And I don't know. I, I, I just we got don't time. know. I, and I'm afraid that um, if, it, if it gets back, it's not going to be pretty. I have a feeling she is just going to completely <laughs> lambaste me. But what can I do? You know, it's, it, it's true. Every, uh, my entire side of that story is true. But, yeah, you know, it just yeah, made me feel pretty bad. But luckily, as of right now, knock on wood, uh, there's been no no response, and I hope there's not. No. I just I don't want it to get back to her. I don't want to make her feel bad. But it was yeah, an ugly situation. And just you telling the story, I mean, it's worth a listen to. If you didn't hear, it, download yesterday's podcast. Uh, you can fast forward, skip to, which is great about the podcast. We don't want you to skip anything, but you can if you want to. You can if bounce you're around at a time crunch yeah, or something. Get to the part you want to hear, and it's eight a.m. is when we got into that and heard some heard, heard from some other radio people that Witness did, and it was quite. It was a sad story. Not a sad story. It was, I mean, it was a bummer of a story, but also quite comical in the way he told it. My dad, uh, or my dad, my a boss, our boss, <laughs> why should I call him my dad? Uh, he uh, he did call me after the show, and he's like, who is it? And I was like, I'm not going to say. And he's like, just tell me. So I did tell him. He's like, really? He's like, you know, I've heard stuff about her being, oh. not being nice. I was like, oh, that, thanks for giving me the heads up. <laughs> May not have approached her yeah, if any I point, would have known that. <laughs> conversations over the years, you've been talking about uh, this is your idol. Maybe someone could say, hey, just when you approach her, maybe approach her uh, with your guard up when you approach this woman. Yeah, all is good. All is good. If anything, it made my skin a little thicker. <laughs> so, how are you this morning? Good. I'm, I'm great. No complaints. Um, well, actually, one minor complaint. I'm, I'm kind of bummed because there was a, a neighbor that lived a few houses up the street and and this guy and his family has been there. I've been in the neighborhood for 10 years. He was there when I moved in. He's got a couple of kids. I've seen his kids grow up from afar. Just a friendly guy. The mom's very friendly. Just like a, just your typical dad. He, he just wave when he's walking to his car and stuff. Um, long story short, they moved. I had no idea they were moving. And I realized that yesterday when everything was kind of, I noticed their cars were gone for a couple of days. All the stuff was moved out of the house. These, these deep cleaners were going in, cleaning everything. So um, these neighbors up the street that were just always super friendly have moved out. Oh, they didn't uh, give you a heads up and let you know that they were taking off or and, anything? And not that they would. We never had that deep of a oh, conversation. Okay. It, was, it was always, but just a nice guy and a, and a nice woman. And uh, but I remember they would always take their kids to some kind of practice. And they a lot of times they would park down the street from their house because there's an open spot by my house and they park down there and, and I catch them as they're walking to their house and stuff and their kids started driving and their kids were always outside working on their cars and yeah, just they moved. I'm like, ah, they were good people. I, I don't know their names, don't know their kids' <laughs> names. They don't know me from Adam, but it was just like, it was a nice interaction every time I saw them. Just knowing you have a good neighbor, even if you don't know them personally. Yeah. It's, it, there's there's a sense of security. You're like, okay, my neighborhood's good. We got good people in it. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, there's people in my neighborhood that I, I know who, I know what they look like i don't really know their names but um it just they seem like nice nice people mm -hmm. and i'm glad they live in my neighborhood <laughs> so i had that nice people and now they're gone so we'll get some new neighbors moving up the street i guess at some point we'll see what happens but yeah is it when it all came together last night i saw all the trash outside and and cleaners going in there i'm like ah oh, they moved I didn't even give them a fake name. Ah, the Nelsons. They moved. <laughs> the Nelsons. Let's call them the Nelsons from here on the, out. The Those Nelsons were super sweet. They were good people. And now they're gone. <laughs> but it, they're they're gone only in the sense of they're not in your neighborhood. Hey, give me give me ten minutes. I can find them for you. All right, please do. I, I am my super sleuthing skills are second to none. Um, I'll find out what their names are, what they do for a living, what their kids play. <laughs> I just let me know if you want me to look them up, and I'll find them for please you. Please do three I houses. Need, up. I just need the address that they were at. Okay, and then I will find out all their info what if they were renting 
I'll still find it. Oh, this is good. <laughs> I'll still find it. <laughs> I will, I will uh, jump on the map when we commercials, and I'll give the address to find out the Nelson's real identity. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Pam and uh, Carl uh, Jenkins. And <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Cops were always at their house. Oh, really? Which is kind of like nothing. Ever... Now, now I have an even better way to find them. Oh, yeah. We can do this. <laughs> one of those deals where there was just the co- anytime the cops were in the neighborhood, they always went to their house. Maybe I would say. Again, good neighbors, but once a year, the cops, you know, I would see the, the cops, I'm like, oh, they're at the Nelsons. Mm-hmm. I figured maybe the boys did something, who knows, but yeah, every every so often, the cops would be at the Nelsons, so maybe they weren't that good at neighbors. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the Nelsons, oh, they're, they're probably like, huh? Is he referring to us? We just moved. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do listen to the show, you guys, you were amazing neighbors. Sorry I never got your name. I'm going to miss you, Nelsons. <laughs> well, let's start the show while I do some research on the Nelsons. And it is time for the pre-show you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Come Undone by Duran Duran? Here, thank you by Dido. Or do you want to hear you somebody by Kings of Leon? Choices. You can tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on Facebook or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Nickelback is being dragged to court over the 2005 hit song Rockstar. Talking about this song right here. Because we all just want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop bosses driving 15 cars. The girls come. The man named Kirk Johnson, who is suing the band along with Roadrunner Records, Warner Chapel Music, Live Nation for copyright infringement over the song. Kirk has accused the band of ripping off his own song, Rockstar, which he wrote in 2001 when he was in a band called Snowblind Revival. So he says they made 15 copies of the master, sent it to record labels, including Roadrunner and Warner Chapel, and then claims the labels gave it to Nickelback, who copied the song. So Nickelback does not agree, but a judge has given the green light to this case. And here is Snowblind's version of, uh, of Rockstar. Here it is. I don't think it sounds anything like it. That that sounds nothing like it. Nothing at all. In my opinion, d- the, does it to you? N- not really. Let me let's see. Let's go back to Nickelback. Cause we all just wanna be big rock stars and live in hilltop bosses driving fifteen cars. The girls come easy on a ride to Texas because I don't like your jet planes. You're 
I mean, his lawsuit, he's got, it says the song copies the tempo, the mel- uh, the melodic structure, the harmonic structures, lyrical themes. This guy's got everything covered. Well, I'm the judge. I'm like, dude, it's 2021. Why are you just bringing it to me now? Yeah, I know. And did, do you want to really admit that you um, <laughs> stole from it. Nickelback? <laughs> or that Nickelback stole from you, mm-hmm. actually? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see it either. I, we're here it either, I should say. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's going to court. So we'll see what happens. Here's the latest on the talk. So Jerry O'Connell replaced Sharon Osbourne. And now a lot of TV insiders say that Carrie Ann and Abba is not returning and they want to replace her spot with another guy. So she's been off the show since April. She took a leave of absence to focus on her health and well-being. The rumor is the front runner to replace her would be former NFL star Victor Cruz. Has been He's been guest hosting a lot. He's, he's really funny and brings a lot to the table. But that's kind of they're saying the, the front runner to replace Carrie Ann and Abba if she does not come back. Well, and you sometimes maybe the, you got to just take care of yourself and your own well-being and you just got to step away from it. It's okay. And she's still got Dancing with the Stars, too. So she's still a, yeah. a busy woman. So on the talk, you've got Jerry O'Connell, Elaine Welteroth. Her book's a great read, by the way. Cheryl Underwood and Amanda Klutz. And then The Sun is saying that Jerry O'Connell is getting $2 million a year, which is much more than the other three ladies oh, on the show. Oh, I would have an issue with that. Therap.com, they made a list of movies that are good, but are, are a bit of a tough watch is what they're calling these. And they say they only need to be seen once. Tell me if you've seen these movies and if you've seen them more than multiple times. First one, A Clockwork a Clockwork Orange from 1971. Never seen that. Saw it once in college. I remember it was weird. Deliverance from 1972. Yeah, I think I have seen that before. Yeah, it was kind of, yeah, that was weird. Some dark stuff in yeah. there. Schindler's List, 1993. Yes, love that movie. Mm-hmm. American History X, the curb stomping scene they point out in this movie. Oh, that is horrible. I think I, I couldn't get through that movie. It was so violent. I just, I had a real hard time with that one. It was pretty rough. Did you see 127 Hours, the James Franco, the scene where he cuts his yes, own arm off? I did see that. That uh, was brutal. Did brutal. you see it, see it more than once? No. <laughs> I And that scene I had to turn. I, I tried to make myself watch it, but then I just, I couldn't anymore. It was too much. And then the Revenant, the bear attack scene with the Saw Caprio. that, yep. Oh, makes you not want to go hiking in the woods. <laughs> Calm down, bear. I just would be like, hi, hi, pretty bear. Come here. Let me scratch you under your neck, little guy. <laughs> show him some love. That's all they need. That's all they need. We've got more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1462. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. It is Tuesday, August 17th, and welcome to the show. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. Is this supposed to rain today? Because it just looks so gloomy outside. I can't tell when I drive in because it's dark, and now that the sun's coming up, it's like, whoa. Well, it looks kind of bleh. It does look bleh, outside. I, I, I watched the weather this morning. Had the news on. I don't think it's supposed to rain today. I saw it earlier. It's supposed to be a high of 105, sunny. Maybe it's just one of those gloomy mornings, and that's okay. The sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, man, it's, it's dark out driving here now in the morning. It is. You uh, can tell that things are changing, and fall is slowly creeping in here. Then school is back in session. The summer's not technically over, but with football starting back up, UNLV starts Monday. I just feel like summer's over. I know we got we have time left in summer. There's still plenty of heat left. But in my mind, it's like, yeah, summer's over. Yeah, my my youngest, she has not gone back to school yet. She goes back to school next week, and Ooh. she's kind of uh, like just bored. I'm mm-hmm. like, do you want to go back to school? She's like, kind of. I just 
everyone's already back and here I am. So I, I kind of felt bad for her. But yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like uh, I feel like we're kind of getting to that point where we're focusing on fall. And I, I know it when Bath and Body Works has all the fall scents out. That's when I'm like, oh, it's time to transition the house smell to make it smell more more fall around here. The change is coming. And you were talking, wasn't you saying late August, the pumpkin spice latte should be out at Starbucks? Yeah. According to our uh, our research, it should be out next week. We'll see if that really happens, though. I uh, To me, that's like, okay, it's officially here. It's officially <laughs> fall in my house. I know we'll get into it later on, but there's a new car out there in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I, have, I was driving a rental car, and uh, the one they gave me this weekend just reeked of marijuana like reeked and we did everything we could to get that smell out we we did febreze i put a candle in there not lit of course just to hope that it melted and you can smell it we just deodorized with everything we had i even used some dryer sheets that someone told us about yesterday nothing was getting it to go away and i was driving around yesterday and it was just it was making my head hurt and when i knew it was time for the car to go back when i went inside the house when i got home yesterday afternoon and my daughter hugged me and she's like, you smell like drugs. I was like, oh my gosh, that car. How do you know what drugs smell like, I, kid? Well, that's the first a, question. We've been out and about and, and walking and, you know, I'm like, oh, that's drugs. <laughs> so she knows the, what the smell is. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so my husband said, I'm taking it back. We just can't go through another. I don't know how long it's going to take for my car to get fixed. So so he took it back and the lady was so apologetic. She's like, I have no idea how this past inspection this because she wasn't there when we picked it mm-hmm. up. She's like, this is insane. Oh, my gosh. Someone must have spilled something or it's got to still be in here because this is so strong and he's like yeah so they gave him a new car and uh, he comes home and then I went to hug him I'm like now you smell like drugs he's like I do I smell it it. on me it's all over when I wrecked my car my Mustang a couple years ago insurance covered a rental car till I got a a new car and uh, the first car I got I went in to get it and insurance covered you know just just a small economy or, or compact car and they were out of those so I got a free upgrade and to this really, it was like a Chrysler 300. It was a big car, powerful car, had all the bells and whistles on the inside. And I got it, and I'm driving the thing. Kind of the same thing. It wasn't a drug smell, but it was like a heavy, heavy perfume smell. Like really intense. I'm like, yeah. man, this just, this reeks. And I couldn't figure out where it was coming from because I, I smelled the passenger side. I don't smell it, but every time I sat in the driver's seat, I just smelt it. And I realized... It was on the seatbelt. So whoever had the car before me must have loaded up on perfume. They put the seatbelt on, and it just kept soaking in and soaking in. And I don't want to take the car back because it was an awesome car, free upgrade. So I scrubbed that seatbelt, still smelled. I actually ordered a seatbelt cover that they have to kind of cushion the seatbelt on your chest. I ordered that thinking it would cover the odor. Didn't. I couldn't handle it. It was the same way. I had to take it back. The, the, the smell was too overpowering because it was right there on my chest and going up my nostrils. That's uh, Yeah, that's not going to come out. If, it, if it's a fabric seatbelt, like most of them are, mm-hmm. it, it's just going to sit in there. Yeah, I, I don't know how you deodorize some of these cars, but... There's some sense that will live on forever. And that was one. <laughs> I was so excited because I got into the car yesterday and it was the heat of the day. The candle was in there. I see it and it's completely liquid. And I was, I opened the door. I'm like, yes, it's going to smell so good. Open it. I could not smell the candle. It was all hot. And I was just like, oh, my head was pounding. It just gives me the worst headache. So yeah, I got a new ride out there. 
I'm happy with it. It doesn't stink. It was a nice drive-in this morning. That's a big plus. Yeah. Makes you wonder, too, what are people doing when they're driving their car? Mm-hmm. Smoking that much weed exactly. that it's in their weeks afterwards. It was so bad. <laughs> Let's talk about today's show. It's Tuesday. We got Try It Tuesday. We had something on the books, but Mercedes threw us a curveball last night. I'm excited about this. Well, it was actually my husband threw us a curveball. We had something ready to go, and he was grocery shopping yesterday. He's like, hey, I don't know if you guys want to change or Try It Tuesday to these, but I bought them for you. And I was like, oh, that could be kind of cool for us to try. They just came out, so it's something new that people might be wondering if they should buy. So let's give it a shot. So, yeah, I brought it in this morning. 8.15 is when we'll do that. Also in the 8 o'clock hour, your tickets to the Jonas Brothers Friday Night Park Theater. Second row tickets. They're yours at 8.25 with Heads Up. We also have Heads Up coming up in about 15 minutes. Tickets to Ben Platt's The Reverie Tour at the theater at Virgin Hotel. That's happening next year. His new album is awesome. We got your tickets in about 15 minutes. We also have What's Trending. What do you have for us? The weekend breaks some records how the pandemic is affecting mom's drinking habits and the new alcohol trend that could be giving hard seltzer the boot. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and Ben Platt will be here in concert next year. Virgin Hotel. You'll be there. Tickets coming up right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings, What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Well, it looks like the weekend is trending this morning. He just set a new record on the Billboard charts, and this is a big one. His song, Blinding Lights... It is now spent 88 total weeks on the Hot 100 chart, and the song is number 18 on the charts this week. That helps it set a new record for the most weeks spent on the chart in history. Like, more than any other song, longest time on the charts, 88 total weeks. And the song that he surpassed, I did not realize this was from our own Imagine Dragons. Radioactive held the record. Up until the weekend came and snatched it away. I remember like talking about this record a while back, thinking, who's going to take down Imagine Dragons? Who's going to go longer than 88 weeks? It's the weekend, and, and I don't think that song is going anywhere anytime soon. Not when it's only at 18. It's yeah. going to still go down. But, uh, yeah, that's just very impressive. And for someone who didn't get any Grammy nominations for that that single or that album, it's very surprising. It's still on the charts. People like it, apparently. 88 weeks. That's a long time. That Good. is. But it, it goes back to the whole Grammy thing. I'm still stunned by that whole thing. Not one single nomination for that album. Yeah, the Grammys... Uh, I lost a lot of respect Grammys on that. Not not that I was such a huge fan of the album, but how can you have such a successful song? It, it, obviously, there's demand for it, mm-hmm. which means people like it, which I don't understand how that does not equate to at least being nominated. Yeah, what, what are they basing it on? Okay, a song has been on the charts for 88 weeks. It says something about that song. You're not going to give it any kind of nomination? You have these people that are on these Grammy committees that are voting, so it may not be to their liking, but they're obviously not speaking for the people. So that is trending this morning. Field of Dreams is trending this morning. Peacock is hoping that if you build it, they will come. They have ordered a limited series based on the 1989 film starring Kevin Costner. Reports are that the streaming service is going to be working with the film's producer, Michael Schur, for the series. Now, the series is going to it's going to reimagine the mixture of family, baseball, 
Iowa and Magic that makes the movie so enduring and beloved. The announcement comes just days after the MLB's Field of Dreams game last week between the New York Yankees and the Chicago White Sox. I don't think I've ever seen that movie start to finish. Oh, it's so good. I know. I cry every time. I tear up. It's just, it gets me. It's a, and I just saw it a few months ago, like when we were in the heart of the pandemic and everyone was stuck home and it was just on. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit here and watch it. Oh, it's still, still in tears after that. It's Kevin Costner builds a baseball field in a cornfield. In Iowa. He's basically the, you know, has no money and is not paying his bills, but just something is telling him to do that. And he does. And Spoiler alert, it's a success. <laughs> That's the build it and they will come, correct? Yes, yeah, exactly. Also trending this morning is alcohol. A new study out says that moms with young kids drank nearly 323% more during the pandemic. That's a lot. The study launched in 2020 to analyze the pandemic's effects on American drinking habits. And it found that overall consumption was 39% higher in November 2020 than in the previous February. While more women disproportionately reported exceeding those recommended drinking guidelines than men during that time for women. These are the guidelines. And I, I think that this is off by a lot. What do you think for women? The guidelines are. No more than three drinks a day or seven drinks per week, okay? But then for men, it's no more than four drinks per day, but no more than 14 drinks per week. Dang. Three to seven and four to four to 14. That just, that's a lot for you guys. I can't. T- the last time I had 14 drinks in a week, I have to go back to my in my 20s, I think, or maybe early 30s. That's, that, a, that's a lot of drinks. That probably, is. Probably most of them were consumed on a Friday and Saturday night combo. But yeah, 14 drinks in a week. That's For me, that's a lot. Well, they say that women with kids under five increase their consumption by 323%, likely using alcohol to cope with stress, depression, and anxiety, according to the study. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see if that's dropped since things opened up a little bit or if it's continued to to stay at that level. Finally, this morning, speaking of drinking, Mountain Dew is trending. Hard seltzer has been big. So is hard soda next? Pepsi's announced that they're going to start selling boozy Mountain Dew next year. They're partnering with the Boston Beer Company, which owns Sam Adams and the hard seltzer brand Truly, and they're calling it Hard Mountain Dew. It's 5% alcohol, so about the same as hard seltzer and beer, but unlike normal Mountain Dew, it's not going to have any sugar, and there's no caffeine either. There are three different flavors. You've got original Mountain Dew flavor, you have watermelon, and you have black cherry. They say they're going to hit stores early next year, and that is what's trending. We are looking for caller 20 right now. You know the number. It's 702-364-9400. Call us right now. And if you're caller 20, you get to play Heads Up. And this is going to be a fun concert for you. It really is going to be fun. He's so talented. We're talking about Ben Platt. He's coming to town, the Reverie Tour, April 2nd of 2022 at the theater at Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. All you got to do is get... Get five. How many answers? Six, right? six, six, six answers six, six. in sixty seconds, and you get to pick your category and your partner. If you get six and sixty, you win. Caller twenty, you're playing seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix Nutty four point one. Hey, good. Oh, what? Uh, Roselle, good morning. Good morning. You are caller twenty. You ready to play Heads Up? 
I'm ready. Okay, yeah. let's pick a category. Do you want to go with bowling, roller coasters, uh, marshmallow, or lefty? Oh, my goodness. Um, how about um, bowling? Bowling it is. Okay, National Bowling Day is, is was this past Saturday. So these are all things that are associated with bowling. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, I'll pick uh, JC. Okay. All right, here we go. It's 60 seconds on the clock. We get six correct, and tickets to Ben Platt are yours. We, we ready? Yes, we're All right, ready. we start now. You throw the ball down this. The uh, lane. Yes. Uh, you throw this, this round thing. It is called a bowling what? Ball. Yes. You knock all the pins down, you get a what? A strike. Yes. The ball rolls down to the end and knocks these things down. They are called what? Yes. On the side of the lane, um, you have these things. You don't want your ball to fall in this. In the gutters. Yes. You go to a bowling, the name of a bowling place. It is called a bowling. Alley. Yeah. 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 Nice. Woo. No problem at all for you, Roselle. Congratulations. Thank you. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, Roselle. And you just won tickets to Ben Platt's The Reverie Tour at the Theater at Virgin Hotel next April. You're all set with your tickets. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yes, that's going to be a great show. We're going to have those tickets all week long, so make sure you keep listening for that. And, uh, yeah, more chances to win with Heads Up in the the 8 o'clock hour. We have second row tickets. Second row to see the Jonas Brothers on Friday night. That is going to be an amazing show and amazing place to sit, too. <laughs> you can catch uh, yeah, you catch the sweat off those guys. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you wear a mask, you want to go in your mouth. You know? This is true. This <laughs> yeah, is true. Don't forget that. 825 on those tickets. <laughs> Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. It's 636. Do you have a tattoo? I do not. No tattoos on me. I know your your wife got a tattoo. Yeah. She, uh, and she got a couple, right? She did. She got the, the saying, eyes up on the inside of her left wrist. It's an um, expression for, I mean, it's, it's great in life. Eyes up, see what's in front of you. But it also applies to horseback riding. Keep your eyes up in front of you. See the jump in front of you. So if she's ever looking down, she sees it. It's a reminder of eyes up to look up. And then on her right um, wrist, she got a lightning bolt. Because on one of her horses, there's like a lightning bolt patch of hair on his head. And, and so she got it uh, in honor of one of her horses, Garcon. So she's thinking about getting uh, another tattoo. Well, people uh, people get tattoos for tons of reasons. Some like that, some to memorialize someone. But Google Trends, they just put out this list of the top tattoo designs that we've been Googling this year. And uh, th- the top five kind of surprised me. Number one did not surprise me at all. But the fifth most Googled tattoo design is skeleton hands. I don't think I've ever seen a skeleton hands tattoo. Not saying that there's not plenty out there, but I just, I if they're this common, I would think that I would have seen more. Skeleton hands is number five. Yeah, now that you say it, I, I'm trying to think. I've got a lot of friends with tattoos have not seen a skeleton hand on someone. Roses is number four. Mm-hmm. Seen a ton of roses. Sunflowers, number three. Semicolons, number two, as far as the uh, most... Google tattoo designs. That's a suicide awareness uh, symbol. And then the number one most Google tattoo design is a butterfly. 
They've been popular for a long time. Lots of celebrities have them. I love the butterfly tattoos. They're so pretty. Um, but that's number one. Tattoos are so cool. I, there's so many great tattoo artists here in Las Vegas. If you were to get it, so it's, my wife got tattoos that kind of represent her, her current life and where she is, the horse stuff and one of her horses. But if you were to get a tattoo, let's say you got a tattoo when you're 10 years old. What kind of tattoos would you have right now? Uh, when I was 10, I would have had a tattoo of, gosh, ah, that's a really good question. Probably, probably some sort of cool, like design. Remember you would make those, those, um, doodles on your, on your trapper keepers and stuff that look like an S was it the Stussy? Was it Stussy? Stussy? Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. That weird S. I probably would have got one of those. <laughs> okay. that, that, that's my guess. I don't know. What would 10-year-old you get a tattoo of? 702-364-9400. That's, a, that's really weird, but I just, I've never really wanted to get a tattoo. I like looking at them, but I don't want them on me. And it's just, it's just because... I don't like permanent things. And so that to me, that there you go. I know you can get it removed, mm-hmm. but why go through all that if you're just going to get it removed? I just am not good with commitment when it comes to stuff on my body. The, uh, the guy that did Laura's tattoos, I was, he asked me if I want to get one. I said, you know, I, I, I would get one, but I can't. I want something meaningful to get on there. And he, he said to me, he kind of opened my eyes. He's like, every tattoo doesn't have to be meaningful. You get, get a tattoo just because it's fun or you like how it looks. People come in here thinking, oh, I got to have this because it has this meaning in my life. He's like, if, if some people just get stuff because it's cool or they think it's a funny thing, they don't overthink a tattoo if you're going to get one. I'm like, that's a, that's a good idea. Uh, I've yet to think of the tattoo I'd want to get, but I'm like, yeah, that's true. I tend to overthink what I would put on my body. Something cute that will stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. Like I had a, I had a, he wasn't even a boyfriend. It was a guy I had a crush on. He got a, a tattoo of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle on his calf. And I always think about him, like where he is now, because I feel like they're kind of cool again but there was a period of time that you know he was going through life and he just had this you know donatello on his leg and i think how did like was that weird for you or what did you you know what'd you think about that i if I, my 10 year old jc definitely would have got a he-man tattoo he-man maybe on one arm skeletor on the other and he-man has just been reinvented it's back on netflix right now so I would have been back in style right now with my He-Man tattoos. Okay. What about you, Kirk? Uh, thanks for calling. What's uh, what's the tattoo that you would have gotten as a kid? As a kid, it would have been the Phantom of the Opera mask, and I'm 33, and I'd still get the thing done. Oh, that would be a cool one. That one is classic. It would not have gone out of style. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, Phantom Agreed. of the Opera. Especially here in Vegas when I was at the Venetian for that hot minute. Oh, I rem- I saw it there. It yeah. was super short. It they was. like really made it short. <laughs> fast, fast, fast. Yes. It was good. Okay, up next is the hot three. What do you have for okay, us? Okay, well, Raiders making big news yesterday, requiring fans to show proof of vaccination. We're going to talk about this. Doing this can burn as many calories as a thousand sit-ups. And we're going to tell you uh, what... Some of these stories, man, are crazy. Uh, We're going to talk about a guy who didn't get what he wanted, some, some soda refills, and what he did to get revenge. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Mercedes, I know you love that song. So she taught him about Billy Joel, and he's teaching his new girl about Billy Joel. Yeah, and, then, and they're sharing strawberry ice cream like they used to do. Uh-huh. It's, it's a mess. It's really a mess. <laughs> Man, it certainly is. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo is, is the one who sings that song. Kind of a crazy week on the charts for her. I'll explain coming up in the dirt next hour at 7.15. Here we go. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. This This was the big story last night, and I know that people are feeling all sorts of ways about it, but the Las Vegas Raiders will require all attendees at home games to show proof of COVID-19 vaccination, allowing fans to attend games without a mask. A formal announcement. They're having a news conference this morning, and they're going to talk more about it, but the policy will take effect for the first regular season home game, which is September 13th against the Bulls. Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football. The Raiders are the first team in the National Football League to announce a vaccine no mask policy. They implemented the change in accord with a new emergency directive from Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak regarding large events. Fans will have to show proof through Clear's free mobile app and health pass feature. The Raiders will offer the opportunity for fans to receive vaccinations on site at Allegiant Stadium prior to the Raiders home games, permitting newly vaccinated fans to enter wearing a mask. And I saw something in the news this morning talking about if you're a season ticket holder and you don't want to get the vaccine, they are offering options of getting a full refund or rolling stuff over until next season. They're all trying to offer options for people that don't want to go down that road, but I wonder if other NFL teams will, will follow suit. There's always that first one that kind of sets the precedent and the other teams start to follow follow their lead. Well, didn't the Saints also do something? They, I thought the Saints oh, did, did something, maybe not to this level, but I want to say that the Saints did implement some sort of a, a policy. And then uh, you also wonder how long will it be until the other teams get on board, like the Golden Knights. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. they might not be too far behind. So it'll be interesting to see. But a lot of people talking about that. Uh, last night and this morning. The, um, oh, I'm sorry. I went to my first event where I had to show this was on. I, and I got the vaccine. Um, I had to show my vaccine card to get into an event on Friday afternoon. And I, didn't, I don't have it on me. And I thought I had a picture of it in, on my phone. I'm like scrolling. I, I swear I got one here. And then my wife had to send it to me. So it was my first time going somewhere where in order to get in, I had to show it to get in. Um, there's so we, they're talking about using that clear pass and you don't have to have the actual clear um service to download the clear app and that's what we ended up doing because we also got vaccinated we a couple weeks ago you can just upload your car to this app so then if people want to see it it comes across as a qr code 
And then it just shows that they can scan that and then see. That's what the lady was telling me because I'm sitting there frantically trying to find it. She's like, you should use the Clear app. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I'm a Clear member, so this might be easy to do then. It's super easy. It took like five minutes to upload. So hey, Not to keep going in different directions, but stuff keeps popping in my mind. You, are you, you're Clear, right, at the airport? Yes. Are you also TSA PreCheck? Yes, because I'm global entry, too. Mm. Have you ever signed up for global entry? No. What's highly, global entry? I highly recommend it. What's this it? one? That gets you... When if you go out of the country, you don't have to stand in any customs lines. You like, and like it's it's paid for itself. But because of I because I have global entry, you automatically get TSC precheck wherever you go. Okay, so it's all like all in one. Highly recommend global entry because I'm TSA. I was TSA precheck first time I've flown since. January or February of 2020 to Chicago, and I've got clear. So I went up there and they scanned my eyes. She's like, okay, follow me. And she's not walking me to the TSA, to the front of the TSA pre check line. She's walking me to the regular check in line. Ooh. And I'm like, why am I going over here? Because I didn't have TSA. The TSA pre check didn't show up on my uh, boarding pass. And so you have, to, you have to do more if you're not TSA pre check. Take your shoes off, all that the whole thing. I'm like, what am I doing? I haven't done this in a long time. I'm so confused. Oh, yeah. Maybe it ran out. Maybe. Yeah, you should check on that. Um, or, or just if you are if you have to go through that process to get the TSA pre check, I would say take you know 10 extra minutes and get the global entry. And then you're good for like five years. And all you got to do is you got to go in for an interview. But the interview is super nice. The guy in Vegas who does it is like the coolest guy ever. And he's just <laughs> like, he just wants to know what do you do and he asked you a couple questions i had to take the girls in for it too and they they were all nervous sitting there he's like hey how's it going like he's super nice all that stuff so when you're at the airport and you're in a rush or something all that stuff just saves time it saves time and makes it less stressful too yeah if you have a carry-on bag i they dropped me off for chicago uh it took me a grand total of seven minutes to get from my the curbside to the gate like it just i was like right through it was great also this morning well this seems like dangerous information to have a new study found two hours of playing video games can burn as many calories as a thousand sit-ups a gaming app called steakster commissioned the study so keep that in mind but researchers use smart devices like fitbits to track heart rates and calories burned while people played games or did sit-ups and guys burned an average of 210 calories an hour while gaming while women they burned 236 and it took around 500 sit-ups to burn the same amount of course just sitting and doing nothing can burn 100 calories an hour so it's not like gaming burns a ton more but a separate study last year found gamers are 21% more likely to have a healthy body weight. So who knows? Burning calories isn't the only thing you have to worry about if you want to get into shape, though. And gaming probably won't strengthen your core that much. If we're just looking at calories, though, it would take more than two hours of gaming to burn off a Big Mac. All right, kids. So when your parents tell you this afternoon to put down the PlayStation, you can say, Mom, I'm working out. Getting some exercise. Yeah, please. Leave me alone. <laughs> Finally, this morning, have you ever seen someone order water at a fast food place and then they filled their cup up with soda instead oh yes uh-huh yeah because they get the smaller cup yeah, yeah uh-huh. i've seen it at subway yeah well that trick does not work at the drive-through some guy in stockton california went to a mexican restaurant last thursday called el forastero and he showed up at the drive-through on a bicycle and ordered water but then he asked the drive-through worker to fill his cup with soda instead well they refused so he responded by setting the place on fire. He rode his bike around to the other side of the building and used a lighter to start a fire 
next to one of the walls. Now, luckily, the entire place did not burn down. It caused a bunch of property damage, and it looks like there's also water damage from the fire department putting it out, but no one was seriously hurt. The family that owns the restaurant had to shut it down while they do repairs, so a bunch of their employees are out of work right now. They say they've made it through the pandemic, so they're going to make it through this, too. But last we heard, the cops were still trying to track the guy. Oh, he got away. Yeah. That, do you, I mean, I don't say anything because I'm like, ugh. You know, whatever. It's not my place. I'm not the business. But that does annoy me when people do the the water stealing the regular soda <laughs> stuff. I'm just like, come on. Can I get a cup of water, please? <laughs> You're getting Pepsi in there? <laughs> I know. What am I going to do? I'm not, the, I'm not the soda police, but. We've got those tickets for you for the Jonas Brothers Friday night. Not just tickets. Second row tickets coming up in the 8 o'clock hour at 825. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is 7.01 Tuesday. I feel like there is a, there is a, an item that is ruling my life and it's making me look like a creeper. And I know, I know you will not be able to relate JC, but I think, I think Steph will. And I think some other people will. So I'm driving yesterday. I'm in my rental car because my car is in the shop getting fixed and I'm in this this SUV Jeep Jeep Cherokee and I'm Grand Cherokee Grand Cherokee Grand yeah, whatever. Cherokee <laughs> so I'm driving around in this and I'm I'm higher up on the ground than I usually am and so I feel kind of powerful I'm like whoa look at me I'm like up here and uh, I get this little buzz on my wrist a, a notification from my Apple Watch saying that I need to stand because if you have an Apple Watch. A lot of you like to fill your rings. Am I right? You like to fill the outer ring, which is your your movement. What do you what do you want to move in the day? Calories burned. The middle ring is your exercise ring. 30 minutes of exercise minimum a day. And then the inner ring is your stand hours. And they suggest you stand for 12 hours a day for at least a minute. Okay. So I just, I want to get my stand hour. It tells me you need to stand. Please stand while I'm driving. Where am I going to stand? I can't stand. I'm not going to be to my destination for another 10 minutes. And by then I'm going to lose the hour. So I start moving my arm and um, I've learned the Apple watch tricks, the hacks. You move your arm. It thinks you're moving. It thinks you're walking, thinks you're up. So I start moving my arm and I don't realize the way I'm moving my arm. Until I see the person in the next car looking at me with the most horrid look I've ever seen. JC, I, I'm going to pretend I'm driving. Yeah, and your uh, non-tinted windows in that rental car okay. so people can see in. Here I go. Oh, boy. <laughs> what does it look like? I'm that driving? woman is having a nice drive. You know, want to release some uh, stress, maybe? <laughs> I was just shaking my arm to get the watch to move. Seeing it head on, it makes sense. But from a side view, it looks like something different. They are looking at me like, what are you doing, you perverted? Per-? Oh, my gosh. I was so embarrassed. Cops might have been called. I, and so I immediately stopped. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It looks like I'm doing unspeakable things in this car so then i i do my other uh apple watch hack which is just put your arm straight down so it thinks you're standing up <laughs> i got my stand hour but do you have a an item or a thing that kind of kind of rules your life i feel like this watch i i literally do math in my head every day like okay if i like take a nap i'm gonna lose the stand hour there but if i set my alarm right before the end of the hour i can get my stand hour i 
it's literally ruling everything. Like I get home, I'm like, oh man, I only have seven minutes of exercise. I got to get 23 more minutes in. What am I going to do? Okay. It's like, it's a never ending battle. Does anyone have the battle with their Apple watch or with another item that makes you go crazy? 702-364-9400. It's put you in some weird situations. One, that situation there, getting your exercises like that, moving your hand like that while you're driving. The other thing, too, is we'll be having a conversation. And you know, I think a lot of people with Apple Watch will do this. But you, for some reason, you get a notification on your watch. And you look. And I don't know if you have an Apple Watch or what you're doing. And I'm telling a story or something. And the person looks at their watch like very slow and methodical. And it's like, okay, you're telling me my story's taking too long? Am I boring you? you got to be somewhere? Why are you looking at your watch? You're not doing it to be rude. But for, for the person that doesn't have an Apple Watch, it looks like you're just like, okay, let's go. Time is of the essence. It's so true. Like, finish your story. I'm looking at my watch. No, honestly, I just got a text. Um, and then another way that it kind of... But is that just as rude as, like, I got a text and I pulled my phone out and looked at... Hold on. Yeah, kind of. Okay, continue. It is. Uh, the worst is it, when it's not even a text, like, someone just changed something on your calendar that you share. I'm like, oh, man. Uh, now I look like a jerk because I just looked at this calendar thing. Uh, does anyone else do that? And what's the what's the item that has kind of started to rule your life 702-364-9400 Steph do you do that too with your watch so I've gotten got a little bit more laxed with it I need to get more motivated because me and my husband James we both have watches but we'll do competitions like to motivate each other like oh you know I'm gonna beat you at the end of the seven day competition like oh yeah I'm like day one and day two oh I'm all in it I'm like trying to finish my rings and I'm doing like squat jumps at the end of the day just to finish that one minute and then lately I've just kind of been like I don't know if it's because we just came back from Chicago. I'm still trying to adjust to everything from back then. I went to the Usher concert, too, on this weekend. So I'm still kind of going down. But, Mercedes, you definitely motivate me because I'll turn, I'll put on my watch in the morning and it'll send me notifications of all the people that I follow in their activity. And, Mercedes, you close your rings almost every day. Um, I close them every Every day, not almost <laughs> every day. See what I mean? <laughs> no, I, and that's where it's turning into an obsession because ever since the pandemic started back in March of 2020, mm-hmm. I made it my goal to close them every day, and I have every that's single great. day since then. But there's going to be the day that I don't. And I have anxiety about that day. I, there was almost a day a couple weeks ago that it didn't happen. And there I was at 1030 at night running in place in my bedroom. I'm like, I got to close my ranks. You even crazy. did yoga in your hotel room yes. in Chicago. Yeah. Really great job. I had to close my ranks. I know. It's just turning into a, a really bad uh, obsession with me. This text just came in. It says, Outlook runs my day. Oh, yeah. I can't get Outlook notifications on my on my phone or watch i would never take my eyes off of it do you get them uh, i don't get on my phone either I have, I have zero email hooked up to my phone and what a game changer i, I check email all throughout the day like if i get home I'll, I'll check it and stuff but that's it used to be on my phone going off all the time it's just too distracting too much you need some kind of escape at some point so i have no 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 emails on my phone but i do see steph she's looking at her watch right now uh-huh. i don't think she's checking for text messages i think she's indicating to us that we're running late we are oh we are yes, oh. Yes. She's, she's looking at mm-hmm. i just got the text on my apple Watch saying stop talking. <laughs> Go to break. Her. Go to break. <laughs> Walking a full eight hours. Uh, you-
Jonas Brothers in concert Friday night. We have second row tickets for you, and those are coming up next hour at 8.25. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Is everyone familiar with Maren Morse? Uh, Maren Morse, this is one of the songs she sings, The Bones. The bones are good. I love her. She was on the show this past summer. Yeah, we did a Zoom with her. She was so great. Well, Maren Morris filled in for Jimmy Kimmel last night. And in my opinion, she crushed the monologue. Here's some of Maren Morris from last night. I am thrilled to be doing this. I flew all the way from Nashville to be here tonight. Yeah, I came here on Delta and hopefully I'm not coming back with Delta. (laughs) I saw some lady who named her daughter Delta, and she's like, she's she went on this rant on TikTok, like, why, why? <laughs> Seriously, oh. Here was, uh, well, speaking of names, here's another one of Marin's jokes. Like most people, I've had a stressful year, mostly because when I wear a mask, my name sounds like Karen. <laughs> she did really good That's last night. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I get, I'll give her credit. That was pretty good. The number one song in the country is still the Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber, the song Stay. Olivia Rodrigo, good for you? This song was number one at one point, but it's at number two right now, and it ties the record for most weeks at the number two spot, which is 11 weeks. So this song hit number one, dropped down to number two, has been there for 11 weeks. And that song ties Whitney Houston's song, Exhale, Shoop, which was at uh, number two for 11 weeks. And this is the Whitney Houston song. I loved the movie Waiting to Exhale. Did you ever see that movie? I don't think I did. Oh, it's so good. Who was in that movie? Whitney Houston. Yep. Uh, Angela Bassett. And two other actresses that are super familiar, but I'm spacing their names, and they were so good. It was such a good show. There's so many movies I've really I missed. Field of Dreams, I think I saw once or bits and pieces of it, and then also now Exhale, I gotta see. Yeah, that that's a that's a great movie. The weekend's latest song, Take My Breath. It entered the charts at number six. This is his thirteenth top ten hit. He's killing it. He really is. Talking about new music, Lord is releasing a new song today called Mood Ring, and this is most likely going to be the final single from her new album, Solar Power, which is coming out this Friday. So a lot of today's popular musicians were discovered by other famous musicians. And there's a story here that kind of broke some of these people down. Talking about The weekend, I didn't know this. Drake discovered The weekend. One of Drake's assistants was in the audience when The weekend did an early performance at the University of Toronto. Drake later tweeted and made a blog post about The weekend, linking to his website, which caused The weekend to just blow up after that. I like hearing those stories. Like, say the, say the artist, and we'll try to guess who they discovered. Okay, Akon. Akon discovered, didn't, uh, I'm kind of so-so on this. I think it's Lady Gaga, but I'm not 100%. You're 100% correct on that one. So Gaga was working as a songwriter as Interscope Records in 2008 when Akon heard one of her reference vocals. He quickly signed Gaga to his own label, and Gaga released her album that same year. And we're, I haven't heard from Akon in a minute. It's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, his his, uh, artists are doing great. Yeah. Fall Out Boy. Oh, 
I know that one actually. Uh, Steph, uh, let's see if Steph, do you know that one? Fallout Boy. Yeah. Hmm. I have no idea. Is there? There's a local type. Yeah, right? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. No, really? Uh-huh. Killers? Yeah. No. Hmm. Panic at the Disco. Yes! yes! Okay, okay. Pete Wentz of Fallout Boy discovered the band's online demos and signed them to his label before they even played a show. Okay, let's go with Ellen DeGeneres. Mm, she's. I feel like she's discovered a lot of people. Um, guy or girl? Guy. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking maybe, like, maybe she discovered Katy Perry. I don't know. A guy, um, the little, the 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 yodeler guy, <laughs> the Walmart yodeler. Yeah, the yodeler guy. <laughs> uh, this guy played one of our Christmas shows, I believe, or played something for us, maybe. Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> you see Johnny, down, the answer is Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> you see Johnny Resnick uh, crash Billy Joel's concert uh, over the weekend? No, I did not. He did. He came out and he did Iris. He looked very angry for some oh, reason, man. Johnny. Right? Yeah, I think I think his guitar was off. He was having some issues with his guitar. Uh, Ellen discovered Charlie Puth. Hmm. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Mm. Last one. Mix 94.1. Imagine Dragons. Yeah! <laughs> I, I don't know if we're solely responsible for that, but I, we would like to take a little bit of the we'll credit. We'll take an ounce of the credit. Yeah. It's Tuesday, so one hour from right now. Actually, less than an hour, 8.15. We got Try It Tuesday, and Steph and I are in the dark on this one. I hope you guys are hungry. Yeah. Because we've got four different items for this Try It Tuesday, so I really hope you're hungry. But um, for the last few weeks, my husband's kind of been picking this stuff out for us, which is great, because we don't have to figure it out. He's like, I want to hear what you guys think about this. So he brings stuff to the table. So he bought four things yesterday and said, will you guys please try this tomorrow for Try It Tuesday? I want to know your opinion. So that's what we're going to do next hour. It's happening at 8.15. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning coming up. Uh, we've got some Justin Bieber on the way. We'll also play the new one from Maroon 5. It is 7.32 a.m. Sounds like you may have uh, dodged a bullet by not going to your friend's wedding in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, some guy, some kind of craziness happened down there. So I had a buddy that got married in Mexico. This was like two Fridays ago. It was, it was a Friday wedding. And everyone was flying down on Wednesday because they had some festivities on Thursday. Most people coming back on Saturday. Uh, here's a little uh, a tip, a little hack. If you're traveling to Mexico for, for a couple of days and you're able to do it, do a COVID test before you go down there. Because the rule when it comes to flying back to the States is you have to have a negative COVID test at least 72 hours before you get on your flight. So a lot of people that were flying back on Saturday, they arrived Wednesday night and went to the resort. You can get them down to the resorts, most places. They went Thursday to get their COVID test. And so my wife, she, got a, she did a COVID test the Sunday before she flew out, came back negative. She just wanted to make sure that she was going down there not asymptomatic. She, she wasn't feeling sick. She just want to make sure that she's not asymptomatic and she's not going down there positive flying down to Mexico. So she was negative and a couple of people did that. We've got a, a girlfriend of ours and she arrived late Wednesday night. Her flight was delayed. Got in late Wednesday night. We just went right to her room. Woke up Thursday morning. Went down and um, got the COVID test and then she went to the pool. And next thing you know, the, the person that's administering the test comes out to my wife and she says, I'm looking for so-and-so. I think she's in, in, in your group. Uh, have you seen her? And she's like, I, you know, I haven't talked to her yet today, but I think she's over there in the pool. And they go over there and they take her out of the pool because she tested positive. 
asymptomatic. Oh no! And they had everybody had already interacted with her. And no, stuff? it was very minimal interaction at that point. My wife didn't see her. Uh, she arrived Wednesday night, and then she went out to the pool. So I'm not sure who did interact. I'm sure there were some people that interacted with her, but she tested positive, and immediately she goes to the like the the COVID quarantine section of the hotel. And you can't leave your hotel room, and she, you have to test. You have to test every single day, and you can't leave there until you test negative. And so this was on Thursday. She tested positive every single day. Finally tested negative a week later. So she just she didn't even get to go to the wedding. She just couldn't go to went the wedding. all the way down there to stay in a hotel room for a week. And they move you to like they're almost like every hotel has like a, a COVID wing where you're down there with asymptomatic people, with sick people maybe, and you cannot leave your room. You you cannot leave your room. You cannot leave the resort. So she was stuck down there until Wednesday. So if she would have tested prior to going down, I think she would have realized that she she's positive, she's asymptomatic. A go, you know, quarantine here, but don't jump on a plane and fly to Mexico because you're not going to be able to fly back. Oh, that is the worst. Did she have to pay for the room for those extra nights? Dis- that's the thing, though. People, uh, I, why do I? Why did my mind go there? No, because kids, people like glorify the fact that, like, because I had some friends that went there uh, over spring break. They're like, yeah, if you test positive, the hotel's got to put you up and you stay down there in Mexico and you get extra vacation. It's like, it's not, it's not like that at all. You have to pay for the room. It's a discounted rate, but you're still paying for the room. You can't leave your room. So it's like you're going to restaurants. You're doing, they're bringing the food to you all the time. Uh, you can't leave the resort. If you leave the resort, you can't come back on property. So you're literally stuck in a hotel room in Mexico for X amount of days until you test negative. So that should go under the unwritten rules of life. Now this is, this is the COVID world we live in, and hopefully it's not going to be like this forever. But right now, an unwritten rule is if you are going to leave the country, get your COVID test before you leave because you don't want to get stuck there. It was <laughs> so everyone left, but the last person to leave was on Sunday. So she was like flying solo down oh, to Mexico wow. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday because we still had friends and stuff there. But they all left on that Sunday, and she was solo for a, a few days after that. Is that why you didn't go? Because you were worried about getting stuck there? Well, there were certain factors. That was definitely a thought. My wife and I talked about it. Like if I tested positive and you can't come back, be stuck down in Mexico yeah. and miss more work. And there was dog sitting issues and stuff like that. But that was one of them. Oh. That came him into play but then i was talking to my wife and she's like what'd you have done if i if i tested positive and couldn't come home i'm like well i would have flown down there well, but what could you have done she would have been in quarantine I know. that would make no sense you i shouldn't... know but i don't know what would you have done in that situation if my husband tested positive and he was in mexico and yeah. they put him in quarantine i i'd facetime him every day i mean what what good is it going to do for me to go down there and potentially get exposed yeah, that's you know that's not going to help at all so yeah i it sucks and hopefully they would understand but yeah it's just it's such a weird time and so so much going on we're going to talk a little bit more about the new rules um implemented here in las vegas in the hot three but what are some of the unwritten rules of life i saw there was a there was a post I don't know, on Reddit or something, people were people were saying what unwritten rules were. And I'm thinking, like, as I'm reading these, 80% of the people don't follow them. Like, one was uh, when you approach a closed door in an office or a building, it's quite likely someone closed it for a reason. So shut the door behind you. If you're not sure, ask the nearest person. There's so many times where people will just leave doors open. And I don't know why that drives me crazy. If the door's closed, close the door. Don't you think? Like if you go into someone's office and the door was closed, close it behind you? Yes. Yes. Don't leave it open. There's a reason why the door was closed. Maybe they didn't want to be disturbed. Close it behind you. Like when you leave, don't leave it open then. It's like the door was closed when you got there. Would you do this when you're leaving? Do you want this open or shut? 
Uh, you can shut it. We'll shut when he got here. Yes, okay. exactly. Um, another one says, when you take small children to a restaurant, actively do things to stop them making from making lots of noise. Do you agree with that? Is that an unwritten rule? Yeah, to a point, yeah. I, I think there's times where you just can't control the kid. There's something going on. But yeah, they're sitting down. Maybe give them a coloring book or something like that. Keep them entertained. Sure. I think it also depends on the restaurant. If it's like a really noisy restaurant, everyone's having fun doing yeah. stuff, like that's one thing. But if it's quiet, yeah, you should probably either not take them or, or, or try to do something. Whenever our kids were younger, they started crying. It's like, oh, great. Your turn or my turn? My turn? Okay. We go outside. <laughs> Let's do something. Um, when walking... Oh, this one drives me crazy when walking on sidewalks keep to the right don't you think if you're you should always keep to the right and the the oncoming foot traffic should stay to the left like when we're in chicago we're walking down the sidewalks we're like bobbing and weaving (laughs) all over the place because people like they're spread out over the whole sidewalk it's like come on just move to the side slower traffic to the right yes and if you're four people don't walk four people wide no two and two two and two You, you can move around in the conversations don't walk four people wide the other thing, too, is, is happened a couple times is those people movers those uh, that they have at the airport, they have yes. those, like, casinos. If you're on that thing and you want to stand, that's cool. Stand to the right so the person that's walking, move, what just wants to move faster, can get by you on the left. What about when, speaking of the airport, when a plane lands, do not immediately get out of your seat and get your belongings out of the overhead compartment and proceed to stand in the aisle. Wait, what's the rush? We're all going to get up at the same time. Whether you stand up now or stand up when your time comes, you're you're not getting off any earlier. Yes. it's so. These are unwritten rules that we should all abide by. And I don't think anyone abides by most of these. When food shopping for frozen items, how about closing the sliding fridge door when you're finished? Well, people just leave that open? I've never seen that, so that's a good thing. My thing with that one, too, is decide what you want in advance. So if I'll go there and I'll be looking. I bought some waffles over the weekend. I'm in the the frozen section. I'm looking for the waffles. I'm looking, looking, see them, find them. Okay, open the door, grab the waffles. I'll see people that open the door and then are looking. Looking all around. Like, look, then open the door. And then the the glass gets all fogged. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I I definitely, I might be guilty of that. But I've just taken your your advice to heart. And I will stop doing that. I'll make my decision first. All right. And, and COVID test before we go to Mexico. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that advice, too. Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you have for okay, us? Okay. Well, as promised, we are going to talk about uh, some new maskless options for vaccinated attendees at some large venues. Also, the average American wastes over $70,000 on this. And a guy goes to get his uh, annual colonoscopy. And wait until you see what they found inside. Oh, no. Well, you don't have to see it, but I'll tell you what it is. You got a picture for us? (laughs) Coming up next in the Hot 3. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Big 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Coming up, the latest from Maroon 5. We got that for you right after the Hot 3. 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. A Nevada governor, Steve Sisolak, he announced the potential for fans at large events to shed their masks if... They are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and if the venue meets certain safety requirements. He spoke yesterday. The new directive would allow fully vaccinated attendees to uh, at large gatherings to remove their masks, but only if the venue chooses to require everyone in attendance to prove uh, their their vaccination status. Those who have just one shot and are not fully vaccinated would still be allowed to attend, as would children under 12, but both would need to wear masks. The governor insists that the new directive, it's not a mandate or an attempt to implement a so-called called vaccine passport here in Nevada. He says he hopes private event operators will just take advantage of the new rules and encourage more Nevadans to get their shots. The new rule will only apply to events that meet specific requirements. Some of those include the event must be a ticketed gathering in a venue with a fixed seating capacity of 4,000 or more. The event must require tickets or registration and be open only to those who have tickets or are uh, registered. So a bunch of different uh, criteria on that. And I think a lot of people were kind of uh, surprised after the fact when they say that the when they saw the Las Vegas Raiders are going to require all attendees at home games to show proof of the COVID-19 vaccination, allowing fans to attend games without a mask. So uh, lots of news in regards to big events yesterday. Yeah, and that all starts for the first game, September 13th. How was it for the preseason game? Most people wearing a mask. You can have it down when you're you're eating. How did, how did it go on Saturday? Um, I'd say there was, I'd say like 98% of people were wearing their masks. I did see people that were like, nope, not going to wear it and just didn't even have one on and were walking around and there were signs everywhere that said you, that you need to be wearing a mask. So I'm not sure how that was enforced or, you know, what those people thought or if anyone said anything to them and then yes when you're eating or drinking you can you can make sure that you take that mask down obviously but um yeah i'd say 98 percent of the people were wearing a mask when you're drinking is it pull down sip put back up or you can have it down as you're enjoying the cocktail the entire time i, I saw a lot of people just leaving it down while they were enjoying uh-huh. it and sometimes i you know i think people push the limits a little bit and th- they may not have anything left but they're just still holding an empty glass or something <laughs> whatever so flying for the yeah. first time uh since the pandemic for me this past weekend to chicago i wanted to eat a protein bar so you gotta have your mask on on the airplane so i i would take it off take a bite slide it back up pull it down take a bite slide it back up. i think that's what they want you to do it was <laughs> it was funny on the way there um i was i was eating and they, I finished with, with what I was eating, and I just spaced putting it back up. Like I had it hanging off of one ear, my mm-hmm. mask, and I spaced. And the flight attendant came up to me and asked if I was done and if I needed anything else. And I'm like, no, I'm good. And they're like, he, he's just staring at me like, okay, then. And I'm like, what? And he's like, your mask? I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. Like, he was not amused. He was very upset with me. I put it back on. I just totally forgot. Yeah, you're just used to it. Not having it on. I get it. Uh, also this morning, have you ever ordered something from Amazon? Excitedly waited for it for, to arrive. Open it up. Looked at it. And you were like, oh, eh. well. That's a lot more common than you would think. According to a new survey, the average American wastes over $70,000 in their lifetime on disappointing online purchases. To come up with that, they took an average of $899 per year and extended it over a life expectancy of 78.54 years. The most common types of unsatisfying purchases are clothing, 
tech and kids toys. And the disappointment is often because the quality is just not as good as expected or it turned out to be the wrong size or the wrong color. And sending an item back isn't always worth it, but we do uh, return an average of four online purchases a year or roughly 314 returns over a lifetime. I think about what's your most, your last disappointing purchase on Amazon. And you have to open up your orders to take a look. Please feel free to do so. Um, I, it, it wasn't a disappointing thing, but it's like I ordered this um, fake moss to put on top of a fake plant. Mm-hmm. And I just, I bought two packages of it and I only needed one turns out once i put it on i was like I, this is too much so i s- sent the amazon request i'm like return this I, I don't need it and the reason why i bought too much of it and it wasn't even worth their time to take it back they're like we've credited your account you don't have to send it back not worth it the was postage. like two it was like two dollars <laughs> but still and, and so i got my request back or i got my money back but i i still have it so if anyone needs a bag of that moss i've got it bring it to the studio so it's some fake moss yeah there green you go. In here. what was your most disappointing purchase the last thing would have been um a little light to put on your book when you read at night in your bedroom so you don't have to if you're reading a hard book you don't have to have the bedroom light on little little light for your book this thing is the brightest thing ever. It is so bright. It lights up the entire room. I'm like, what? Might as well have the overhead light on it in the bedroom. I was expecting it to be dim and kind of focused on the book. Super bright. Lights up the entire room. Do you know what the brand name of it? I do. I have it. Is I pulled it, it up. Is it JC Smile? <laughs> lights up the entire room. Uh... Oh, you need to read? <laughs> <laughs> Just light up the entire room. <laughs> no, it's not JC Smile. I, oh, okay. I purchased it on July 11th. It's a different, I won't say the name, but it's brighter than anything. It was a disappointment. So, yeah, we don't want to point that out. All right, finally. JC Smile. smile. <laughs> Turn those a, teeth off. No, it was supposed to be a compliment. Right. <laughs> Hi. Uh, finally, this morning, when a doctor does a colonoscopy, there are things that they expect to find and things they hope not to find. And then there's this. During an otherwise routine exam, Dr. Keith Siao made a discovery that was a first. Somehow, the 59-year-old man he was probing had a live, you ready for this, a live ladybug what? roaming the walls of his colon. Doctors think the colon prep solution that the patient drank prior to the procedure helped the insect escape the deadly enzymes normally found in the stomach so that it could make its way down to the large intestine. It's not known what happened to the stomach bug once it was freed from its colonic cell, but they found a live ladybug just hanging out, doing its thing in there. That's something you don't want to hear your GI doctor tell you. I found something alive in your colon. What? What was that show that was on when we were kids where they would go down inside your body and like it was a whole it was a whole thing where they traveled in your body was it on a school bus was it was it the magic school bus that went down in there or was it a different show i just remember like seeing it go down through your mouth and then you could see the little hangy thing and it, it would go in and you'd be inside the body and learn about the body do was, you guys remember that show was it the same guy that wore like this like the um the skeleton suit or no, it was like a suit that showed like uh, your intestines. Real skinny suit, skinny dude. Is that part of the same show, or I, I'm thinking of a different show? I think you're thinking of a different show. Does anybody remember that show? The guy wore like a body suit, but it, was, it showed your intestines and everything instead of showing the guy's body. Ah, hmm. I'm not sure, hmm. sure, but I just remember this show. You would go through, and it was just so weird. A school bus like, in your colon. Here, we're in your stomach. And they're sloshing around. This is like killing. This is acid. It's, don't touch it. It was so weird. How did they get out? 
I think they come out the school bus. I don't know if they come out the way they came in or <laughs> it's a, one-way tunnel. a different exit. I don't know. <laughs> in the 8 o'clock hour, we have the tickets for you to go see the Jonas Brothers Friday night. These are second-row tickets. They're coming your way at 825. And right before that, it's Tuesday, so we got Try Tuesday at 815. That's the latest from Maroon 5 called Lost. It is Mix 94.1. I actually highlighted that show on my Sunday morning show at 10 a.m. to noon. It's called Now and Next, and we look at some of the big songs that are are coming up, what's big now, and and Lost was a big one this week. Another song that we profiled on the show this weekend is a song that I have just really become kind of obsessed with. And it's so outside my realm of music that when my husband heard me listening to it at the house the other day, he's like, what are you listening to? And I told him the name of the song and he's like, no, I know the name of the song. This is just does not fit your, your image of music. I'm like, why? He's like, you just don't listen to this kind of music at all. Is there, what's the one song maybe on your, on your playlists or on your music collection that, you love but is so not in your normal scope of music 702-364-9400 i do not really listen to country music i used to when i was younger my dad listened to it all the time i just am not and i don't dislike it i just never really got into it but that walker hayes song fancy like i just love that song so much and it was i put it on on the show this weekend and our boss is like what song are you putting on there i'm like fancy like it's like okay this one here yeah we fancy like applebee's on a date yes got to burmer street stay with the oreo shake and some whipped cream on the top two two straws one shot i love this song like Natty. It's the number one song on the country music charts right now. It's actually number 15 on just the regular Hot 100 charts. So it's definitely crossed over to the mainstream. I love this song. What is the song that people would be really surprised to hear that you love? 702-364-9400. But I, you, you used to really be in a country, right? So you, you like Garth Brooks. I consider you a country fan, though. I I was a country fan. I just never really got into new country that okay. much. But it's like it's not like that I dislike it. I just never really got into it. But I do love like Marin Morris and um I love Miranda Lambert, uh Blake Shelton. I don't ask me the name of Blake Shelton's song though cuz I don't know. I just yeah. I kind of know his voice. Uh, stuff like that. What what is it for you? What's the song that you love that people would be surprised to hear that you love? I mean, you introduce us to this song, Olivia Rodrigo. I know we weren't perfect, but I've never felt this way for no one. The day you played that song for us, I was waving the I Olivia Rodrigo flag for this song all over the place. I remember we went to our, our sushi dinner. On Friday night at the week, he played it for us. And I was telling the bartender, his name's Coop. And I'm like, dude, you have to listen to this Olivia Rodrigo song. It's amazing. And he did. He came back the next week. He's like, dude, that's a really good song. But I just didn't, I didn't see you like Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo. How did you discover this 18-year-old kid? I'm like, well, you know, Mercedes introduced me to it. But yeah, I was a, such a huge fan of this song. And all the songs she's putting out. I, I just love this girl. I know. She's so good. And, and she's like 18, right? 18 years old. Yeah. 
Like we played Deja Vu this morning on the show, and I was in here just like, I love this song. It, it, it's so funny. What is it for you, Steph? Is there a song that's kind of outside your normal musical taste that you just love? I kind of delved into this for an old while wheel a couple weeks ago. And in high school, I was really obsessed with that band, Hello, Goodbye, Here in Your Arms. The treadmill uh, guys? Uh, no, no, no. The, uh, that... oh, okay, go. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this song I used to play all the time in high school. And I was always used to be like R&B and hip hop. And then when I started playing the song over and over again, my friends were like, you're totally going like pop rock on us, kind of. This song used to be my ringtone, my alarm, my everything. I was loving this song. Still love it to this day. Do you guys remember back in the in the 2000s when certain carriers, when you would call someone, it's like, while we connect you to your call, please enjoy this musical selection. And then we'd play like a song and you'd wait for them to be like, hello. I feel like Hello Goodbye was the song that was always playing when I would call someone. Was that your ring back? Was it called a ring back or something like that? Was it a ring, ring back? back? Yeah, you call someone, you're getting. I'm just waiting for mm-hmm. Steph to pick up. She'll pick up here anyway. Then all of a sudden. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I just got this text here at 702-364-9400. This one says, I'm a huge Shania Twain fan, and none of my friends understand why I have all of her albums. Mind you, I'm a 38-year-old straight black male that grew up on gangster rap. That is from Lenny. Hey, sometimes I think we we pigeonhole ourselves in a corner with music, and I, I love that people are willing to branch out. You know, it's it's just funny. I, sometimes I kind of do that to myself. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to listen to country. I don't listen to country music. But then when I went to Montana, that song was playing nonstop. And I'm like, I really like that song. I keep playing it. My, I, mark my word. Tuesday, August 17th. That song will be on our show in the next two weeks. It's going to be it, it, it's going to be so mainstream that our boss will have to make sure it plays during our show. We'll pull the audio when we play it for the first time. 808, Tuesday, I, August 17th. We've got a lot coming up, uh, including those tickets for you to go see the Jonas Brothers. Friday night, Park Theater. Not just any tickets. Second row tickets at 825. And up next is Tuesday. we got Try It Tuesday in just about 10 minutes. Duncan Lawrence kicking off 60-plus minutes commercial-free. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Jonas Brothers in concert Friday night. You're going to be there second row. We've got your tickets coming up in just about 10 minutes. It's Tuesday. That means it is time for Try It Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we try a trend, uh, a product. Maybe it's uh, food. I've been doing a lot of food ones lately, have to admit. Didn't and we swear off food ones, and then we did like three food ones in a row? We which did. Is fine, which is fine. All the suggestions we get are for food ones. People want to know, hey, you guys, will you try this? I, I want to know if I should buy it. So that's the goal here, to try things before you spend your money on them, tell you if it's worth it. And we're doing cereal today, but not just any cereal. We were talking earlier how we're starting to get those fall vibes, those mm-hmm. fall vibes. And uh, so now... We are going to move over to the Fall Vibes cereal, the Fall Vibe cereals, and that means we're starting to get into the Count Choculas. Oh my God! The Frankenberries. Yes. <laughs> the Boo Berries. My favorite of all time, right there in your hands. And there, and there's another one, a surprise one that is new for the holiday season or the 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 fall season. Um, all the monster cereals are back. 
with a new one. So this is the 50th anniversary edition of the Monster Cereals. Can you believe that? I cannot. I grew up on these things. And they used to be available year-round. But then I feel like they only kept Count Chocula available around year-round. Yeah. Because, like, Booberry was my favorite. And that only pops up around Halloween time. And so we've got we've got all those three and a surprise one that they just created this year that we're going to try out. So we're doing the famous Monster Cereals today for Try It Tuesday. Now, we all have all four of them. We've got our milk. We've got Steph put them in nice little bowls for us. You guys, so we know your favorite going into this is usually Booberry, JC. Yeah, and just heads up, if you haven't had Booberry before, Mercedes and Steph, this will affect your poo. I've heard oh. that before. but Just being honest, you don't have a panic I, attack tonight. Thank I don't, you. I, I never have had issues with things changing my changing anything. I, I know you don't like blue. I know, I don't. The but Booberry. This is, let's be honest, though. This is purple. True. It's purple, so I'm okay with it. And if we're eating a small amount, you should be fine. But I'm talking about if you sit down on a Saturday morning before you watch some cartoons and have a couple bowls, you're going to feel the effect. Yeah. I, and I've never tried any of these oh, monster you cereals. You haven't? Right. Oh, this yes. is a big deal. Yeah. I was going to ask if, if there's a favorite for you. Um, my favorite and the only one I've ever had is Count Chocula. I, I've never had the other ones before. So you guys want to start with Count Chocula? Yeah. Since that's the one that's typically there. I know I'm going to like it already, but... Okay, pour my little milk in here. It's, it's just enough chocolate. It's not overpowering chocolate. It's it's just, it's solid. It's a solid cereal. Mm, I like these little marshmallows. Mm-hmm. JC, have you started yours? Not yet. I already put all my milk in, so I'm good to go. My stuff's getting soggy. It's just so good. It really does have a strong, powerful, chocolatey taste. They do do well. They don't skimp on the chocolate on Count Chocolate. I am... Um, I'm typically not a fan of marshmallows and cereal marshmallows just because it's too chalky to me, but I don't mind it on these. What about you, Steph? What are you thinking? I honestly am opposite. I do love my marshmallows in the cereals. The Lucky Charms. Ooh, I'll eat those. It does remind me, of course, of the Lucky Charms because of the marshmallows. Now, the chocolate itself, it's okay. It's not bad. It's not the best. But I will, I will do it if it's an option. What sure. is the best then? What, what's your standard? What, what are we basing this on? True. I do love Cocoa Puffs. So if I'm thinking chocolatey, I'm thinking Cocoa Puffs immediately. Or the, what's the chocolate Rice Krispies cereal? Yeah, uh, Cocoa Krispies. Yeah. Those go, yep, those. No, the, you know what? The, she's right. The Cocoa Puffs are more chocolatey. Mm-hmm. This is not overpowering chocolate. It's just, it's mild chocolate. Yeah. Ch- chocolate light, if you will. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to finish it. Okay. Moving on. Let's go to the Frankenberry. It's been years. Now, is this supposed to be like strawberry or is it raspberry? Oh, Oh, I always thought it was strawberry. It's strawberry. It says uh, strawberry flavored frosted cereal. Okay. Smell it. Smell smell the Frankenberry. Whoa. Right. Smells good. Like a fine wine. I've never had this before. You need to smell your cereals. That strawberry scent. Oh, you smell that right away. That smells really good. All Mm. right. Steph, you just took a bite. How is it? Mmm. I like it better than the, what is it? The Choco? Count Chocula? Count Chocula. Yeah, the Frankenberry. Ooh, I like. JC, have you had it? I just did a big bite. Frankenberry reminds me of the berries that are in Captain Crunch. I didn't realize how close the taste was. I don't know if they're the same manufacturer, but I didn't realize the taste is so similar. Wow, this is mm. really good. I've never had this before. It's delicious. <clears throat> okay, so the, so far this one is my favorite. Whoa. 
Strong berry, right? Mm-hmm. That tastes like dessert. It's almost like, wow, that's really good. <laughs> that, smell that, too. How have I not tried that before? That's delicious. Wow. Uh, good. Okay, moving on to Boo Berry. This one is, uh, yeah, it says berry-flavored cereal with monster marshmallows. Boo Berry. Okay. I'm, I'm honestly not really looking forward to this one because although it is not blue, it's... It's purple, and I don't know. Purple cereal just does not seem right to me, but did you guys try it? Yeah, still my fave. It's your favorite? Yeah, something okay. about it. I always like the blueberry. It's okay. I Same with Count Chocula. Kind of like the same level for me. I don't really taste any distinct flavor on this one. Maybe it's because the strawberry was so overpowering. Yeah, we need, mm-hmm. we need to clean our palate before moving on to the next one. True. Do you taste berry? I do, yeah. Mine's very little. Maybe because I ate blueberries already this morning. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really taste it. I mean, it's not bad, but it's not. I'm cleaning the palate because I'm I'm struggling tasting that one. I agree, Mercedes. Not as much blueberry as as the Frankenberry one. Yeah, that was like intense. Mm-hmm. Okay, last surprise one for the 50th anniversary of it. We have Monster Mash. Look at that. That is so cute. Isn't that cute? Yeah. So Monster Mash celebrates 50 years of the cereal. It says berry-flavored frosted cereal with monster uh, marshmallows. Uh, I don't know what it's supposed to taste like. It's, it, uh, do you know? It looks like it's all of them mashed together like a monster mash. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see here if it specifies, but it doesn't. So it's up to us to just give it a shot. Is it, if it's going to be like chocolate mixed in, I think that's going to be a little weird, though. Don't you? Well, I just Frankenstein my own. I, I took the first three and mixed them together because I'm going to try that next. Okay. But I'm going to try the official, the yeah, the official one. Ugh. We're trying cereals for Try It Tuesday, the Monster Editions, 50th anniversary of them. Here we go. Monster Mash cereal. Mm-hmm. I taste the strawberry out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Me too. But it's still not as good as the s- strawberry one. Mm-mm. It's just berry-ish. Yeah. It's, it's like a watered-down version of the Frankenberry. Agreed. The marshmallows, though, when you get a bite of those, oh, man, that stands out. I love it. So rank them. Rank the cereals. JC, what's your ranking? I go booberry, Frankenberry, Count Chocula, and then the, the mashup, which is really cool. I have that, but that's, I put it down at the bottom. I'm a traditionalist. Yeah, I don't really taste it much difference. Okay, Steph, rank them. The best one, Frankenberry for me, then Monster Mash, and then kind of like Booberry and Count Chocula are both kind of the same to me at the bottom. I go Frankenberry, number one, Count Chocula, number two. Probably, yeah, like a tie between Booberry and Monster Mash. They taste the same to me. Frankenstein your own. Take the first three, mix them together, and tell me what you think of that. Ooh. Oh, I don't really want to mix the chocolate in. Is it good? It's, it's yeah, I like it. Okay. Just get that if you're buying three three boxes of cereal though. To get all right, it. mixing the first three. I'm just putting them all in the same spoon. Huh. It's like cho- uh, all I taste is a strawberry. It's so overpowering. I That's like overpowering it. one. Yeah, yeah, it's really really strong. So there you go. They're on store shelves now. Try it Tuesday, Monster Cereals Edition. Thumbs up. 
I think they're all good. So I give them, I give them all a thumbs up. That's cool. Let's have our ranking. And the Monster Mash one, though. That's cool. They have that, and we got a chance to taste it. That's a really cool thing to have. Yeah. Um, if you want to get them, they actually weren't on the cereal aisle. They were on a kiosk across from the milk. Ooh. So keep that in mind That's if you're looking tip. for them today. They might have a special placement for this 50th anniversary. Delish. Thanks, Matt, for getting those. Those are good. Oh, man. This is just a way for us to eat breakfast every morning. <laughs> we normally don't. Don't tell our secrets. I haven't had kids cereal in a, uh, since the last time we did a Try It Tuesday. It is just delicious, man. I'm, I'm like, oh, I miss kids cereal so much. Can we have Matt do every Try It Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> just have him pick yes. out all the stuff. Uh, you yes. guys, today you're going to try uh, dog shot collars. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is awesome. We're talking about Jonas Brothers in concert this weekend. Friday night, you'll be there second row tickets. This is insane. So we're looking for caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're caller 20, you get to play heads up. Is this not an incredible prize? It is. Second row for Jonas Brothers? Oh my gosh. That is incredible. So all you gotta do is be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner, and get six answers in 60 seconds. And you will be sitting in the second row at the Jonas Brothers show Friday at the Park Theater at the Park MGM. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. Formerly in uh, Blanco Brown, Just the Way is the name of the song. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning, and we're doing 60 plus minutes commercial free. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay, let's get our contestant. It is Janet. You ready to play Heads Up, Janet? Yes, I am. Okay, we have Jonas Brothers tickets up for grabs. This is very exciting. Um, All you got to do is pick a category. Do you want to go? Oh, by the way, there's second row Jonas Brothers tickets. I forgot to mention that. Uh, Here are your categories. Do you want to go with On Your Radio, Photobomb, Lefty or Marshmallow? Ooh, um, let's do um, Photobomb. Photobomb it is. Okay. Let's see. World Photography Day is this Thursday. So this is all uh, things that you that are associated with taking a picture. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? You, Mercedes. Okay. Let's do it. All right, Janet. Very simple. Again, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you're going second row. Jonas Brothers. Ladies, you start now. You take a picture with one of these. They have film in it. The camera? Yes. This is, um, sometimes you put a big one of these on there so you can get close up. Uh, yes. This uh, is what you okay. do when they're like, okay, strike one of these while I take your picture. Strike a... Pose. Yes, this is what you might put your camera on top of so it doesn't move, and it's got three legs on it. The stand. Oh yeah, what's it called? The tripod. Yes, uh, this is if you really want to get up close, you're gonna do this to your lens. You're gonna really go in close, and you that that's called what? Yes, this is the person that takes the pictures. They're known as the photographer. And you're going to Jonas Brothers. Woo! Oh my God. Second row! Congratulations! Incredible, you guys. You guys crushed it, too. Time to spare. So tickets to the Jonas Brothers Park Theater, Friday night. Special guest, Kelsey Ballerini. Second row tickets, which means... What do we have tomorrow, then, Mercedes? I guess that means... 
front row. So, oh! Janet, you're going to be right behind tomorrow's winner. <laughs> you guys going to be sitting in a row. It's going to be awesome. What a great place to be. Yeah, so tomorrow morning, your front row tickets to see the Jonas Brothers with Heads Up. Here's AJR. It's Mix. She moved on really easily. Mix 94.1. It's Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. It is 843 Mercedes in the morning. Something happened to Steph over the weekend that is truly one of my biggest anxieties when I go to an event with tickets. It, it, I literally fear feel the fear in my heart as I'm going to my seat because I dread this happening. It's happened to me on a couple of occasions. What happened to you this weekend, Steph? We were on our way to the Usher residency, one of our favorite artists, me and my husband. We're drinking, we're pre-gaming, and we kind of hear already that he started. So we're rushing at Caesars. We're running. We're like, oh, my gosh, we can't miss any more songs. So the Usher, <laughs> the Usher at the Usher concert, <laughs> he w- they were helping us find our seats so that we can kind of better guided in the dark. We're using our flashlights on our phone, looking at the tickets, the seat numbers, the sections, and we noticed that there were people in our seats. And we're like, we're we're in the right section, right? The worker there helping us says, "Yeah, yeah, th- those people are in your seat. Let me let me go tell them that they're in the wrong seats." So, we are in the middle of the aisle, which is even worse. You're going to have to go through these people. People are standing up trying to get out your way, and there's a total of 6 of us squirming through with the person that's helping us so that makes it seven so the person working says hey you guys are in their seats you got to go and they're like no 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 we're in the right seats um what not double tickets that's happened to me before has it yeah we got double tickets it was so weird it's so uncomfortable and there's seven people there's six people sitting down so not just you and james yeah which stinks in itself but now you got six people arguing over six seats correct and there were also a group of six well no that's a lie there was a group of four people and the other two were open so we were like so the group of four were like hey you guys gotta go you're in our seats so they pull out their tickets to kind of see who's in the right, who's in the wrong, we find out they were in the wrong seats. Oh, they just were sneaky. Yeah, they were trying to get away with trying to sit in our seats. Where were their seats? Same section, but different row. They were trying to get the better seats. Oh, they're Mm. moving up. Mm. So we're, at this point, we're kind of frustrated because we've realized they're in the wrong seats. You gotta go. They weren't leaving. Oh. They insisted on saying that we were still in the wrong. Do they have tickets? Do they show their tickets? So to the, the usher? From what I remember, I believe that they showed their tickets and we they were or they didn't and we were still like, Hey, you're in the wrong seats. I can't remember that part a little intoxicated at that point. <laughs> uh, my- <laughs> Steph can't complete the story because she was too drunk to remember it. But I do remember having the argument with one of the guys. I'm like, Hey, what are we gonna do for you to leave? Like you guys are obviously in the wrong seats. And I remember him saying to me, like, Hey, don't come at me. I, I, I bought these tickets. I made sure I'm in the right seats. And the girl who I knew when they were in the wrong, the girl was like, let's just leave and go to our seats. Like I couldn't hear her. So she, you could tell the girl, the date was pretty embarrassed. Like, Hey, we got to go back to our seats. There's, we got to go. So the guy was like, no. And he was very firm and very stubborn that we're not leaving. So the worker wasn't any help, sadly, but she was trying to call security. So security finally came. They finally left. But my husband, James, was so funny when they were leaving. He's like, how embarrassing. (laughs) Bye. Bye. So funny. All the while, is this playing in the background? 
This was it. Oh, it's giving me good memories. Besides the fact that those people that ruined that first part of the night for us. Usher bucks in the air. <laughs> All over the place. Oh, that is such a fear of mine. When I walk into a place where I have tickets and then you kind of... In your mind, like, okay, I'm row L, and right now I'm at X. So I, in my mind, I start counting down. I'm like, X, okay. Uh, and I start doing the alphabet backwards, trying to figure out. And I'm like, oh, gosh, that's my row. Oh, my gosh, those are seats three and four. Please don't let that be my row. And then you get there, and you're like, and it's always that weird. Um, and I look at my tickets or the, the, the phone. Are these, are you guys in the right seats? (laughs) Like you have to play. And they always, they never say anything. They just look at you and then they just move. It's so uncomfortable. (laughs) It's so uncomfortable. I've been to a couple of UNLV basketball games, college years and post-college years. We get the cheaper seats and then you, you know, the game starts. You look down like, oh, look at those seats are empty. Should we make the move? Yeah, let's make the move. And you go down and you slide into that row. But my buddy. You're going down to Gucci row though. They're going to know that that's not not where you're supposed to go. You can't go. But I would, my buddies would do it with this confidence and I would join them. Like, yeah, better seats. But I could never, never enjoy the game because I had this constant anxiety of, and if someone would show up and say like hey guys we would just get up and move we're not gonna argue like these are our seats we would just move back to either our seats or other seats but we'd sit there and my buddies would just like, get all into the game and i'd be but i would have this constant anxiety of like okay someone's gonna come these are not our seats someone's gonna come down here we'll just move but still the guy next to me what if he knows these are not our seats is someone gonna come kick us out and nine times out of ten at a UNLV basketball game you can get away with it if yeah. no one's coming down but uh, there's always this anxiety of waiting for the person to come claim their seat that's a. That's why I just wish you would just say like, "Oh, sorry," and and then move on. But move. when you just walk away, it's like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so uncomfortable. But you can't put up a fight. It's, no, these are my seats. No, I got the ticket, dude. Get out. I uh, f- when the the killers opened T-Mobile Arena, I was there, and we were in our seats. And I th- I think I told you I met. I met someone from a couple from London, ended up becoming great friends with them. Like we went and visited them. It was so great. We're sitting right next to them. I was talking to her for like an hour. And in the middle of the killer show, someone comes up and says, you're in our seats. And I'm like, we're not like, these are our seats. And we show them the thing and the ushers right there. And she's like, actually, you're one section over. We had been sitting in the wrong seats the entire time, (laughs) but we didn't know it. And so talk about embarrassing. Oh, man, we're walking back. (laughs) Well, it was nice to meet you. Keep in touch. (laughs) We're going to go over here now. That was so embarrassing. Up next is the hot three. And what do you have for us? Okay, we're going to talk about Raiders fans now required to show proof of their vaccination at home games. What do you think about that? Also, tipping styles. And should you tip when you do this? And a big discussion that has gone completely viral now. We're going to see where you stand on the topic of packing underwear for your vacation. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. I love El King, and that's also El King and Miranda Lambert. The song is Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. The Las Vegas Raiders will require all attendees at home games to show proof of COVID-19 vaccination, allowing fans to attend games without a mask. A formal announcement is expected today at a news conference. The policy is going to take effect for the first regular season home game, September 13th, against the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football. The Raiders 
Packers are the first team in the National Football League to announce a vaccine no mask policy. The Raiders implemented the change in accordance with a new emergency directive from Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak regarding large events. Fans are going to have to show proof through Clear's free mobile app and Health Pass feature. The Raiders will offer the opportunity for fans to receive vaccinations on site at Allegiant Stadium prior to the Raiders' home games, permitting newly vaccinated fans to enter wearing a mask. I wonder how it's going to work out on that first game. If people didn't catch this or walking in there and um, you know, protesting or, or whatnot and uh, see how it goes down on the first game I, the 13th. I, I saw some season ticket holders that were upset about this that did, you know, did not want to participate in this. And it, the Raiders said that they will either refund you the the price of the tickets and you'll still remain, uh, you know, you'll still ha- maintain your PSL mm-hmm. for the seat or you can let them keep the money and then use it towards next season's tickets if you want to kind of see how that goes. So there's some options for you on that. Well, a lot of, uh, there's a, a concerts too. A lot of places saying, hey, you either, either have to be vaccinated or show proof of that negative test within 24 hours before you come see certain concerts moving forward. Yeah. I, and some people I know, like myself, are are fully vaccinated, but I will still likely wear a mask even though I, I go. I just... I don't know. I I know that even if you are fully vaccinated, you can still get it. The vaccine isn't doesn't mean you'll never get it, and it, it's still transmissible. And mm-hmm. so why why not just take an extra st- precaution? No one's going to tell you you can't wear one. Yeah, whatever makes you comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, this morning, so most people tip delivery drivers, but what if you order food and you go pick it up? Should you still leave a tip? Or are you just giving your money away for no good reason? A new poll shows that most of us do still leave a tip, at least sometimes. 67% said yes, they do. The other 33% either said they never leave a tip or they just don't order takeout. So how much should you tip for pickup? The most popular answer was 10 to 15%, but around one in three people tip more than that. I tip. I do too. Yeah. It just depends on how much they're doing. Like, you know, they're packing it up. They're putting it in containers or someone's doing mm-hmm. that. I feel like you should get something extra for that. Um, I, maybe not, you know, as much as I usually tip when I sit down at a place, but I definitely make sure I throw some money their way. If you're doing pickup, I'll just pop it up in the app. Anytime I do pickup, I still go through Uber Eats, but I, I just change it to pickup. Just do it. I don't call the place. I don't jump on the place's website. I still do everything through Uber Eats or Postmates, and you can add tips on that too, which is nice. But it's just, I still find myself going to the app to do a pickup instead of going directly to the place. You know the restaurants would beg you to just call them direct because they lose money that's a good when point, you do yeah. that. I, I, that's what like we ordered uh, Rachel's Kitchen for, Dang di- it! for dinner last night, and I just called them direct. That way, you know they get all the money and they yeah, don't have to smart. give any to the other one. Just you know, so, little things. <laughs> and we actually had a restaurant tell us that because we ordered through Postmates and we went and picked up somewhere. And then when my husband went and picked it up. He, She's like, hey, just so you know, you can always call us direct because we pay a big surcharge to, to Postmates or whoever it was. Yeah. And so ever since then, we started calling them direct and doing it instead. Like, Greens and proteins, I apologize. <laughs> Capriotis, yeah, I apologize. I'm sure they're still happy for the business. I'm a sure lot of greens still, and proteins. A, a quick nickel beats a slow dime, right? <laughs> Subway, I apologize to you, Subway. Finally, this morning, a woman went on Facebook recently and said that her husband complained that she packed too much for trips. And she wanted to know what people thought was acceptable for seven days away. She shared her own list, and she is heavy-handed. Seven tops, seven t-shirts, seven pants, seven shorts, ten socks, fourteen underwear, five pajamas, three swimming suits, a shower towel, a swim towel, a beach towel, a coat, four hoodies, 
shoes, sandals, flip-flops, toiletries, and more. This was for a month she was going? No, for a week. I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and that was for each person, too. <gasps> yeah, she admitted she prepares for all kinds of weather. She didn't say where they were going. But some people commented a couple of things. One, okay, for a seven-day trip, how many pairs of pajamas do you take? I sleep in boxer briefs. I just throw one in there. I only have one pair. Oh, you wear the same boxer briefs for seven days? When I sleep, yeah. I go to bed clean every night, though. Wow. I uh, I take two pairs of pajamas. For, for, for a two-week trip, two pairs. Three days, it's like one pair every three days. Okay. That's what I do. Um, she had five pairs. Let's talk about the underwear. She's got 14 pairs of underwear. Is that too much? Too little? Or right? I try to do two a day. Pairs of underwear. Figure out I'll wear a pair in the morning and then, you know, shower and go out to dinner, do something at night and second pair to be fresh. So I'm, I don't I don't think 14 is too much for seven days. I agree. I overpack underwear. I will take however many days the trip is and I will usually multiply it by three. That's smart. I just I want backups. Do I ever use it all? Never. Not one single time have I ever used it. That's the ongoing joke in my family is that I take my clothes on vacation and then I bring them home and they're ready to go back in the drawer. But yeah, I always take extra underwear. Uh, and then like the full supplies of seven pants, seven tops, all that. I will rewear pants two or three times. I, I don't buy, se- I, I don't bring seven pairs. When we were in Chicago last week for, I was there for 24 hours. You're, I think you're there for two nights as well. How many, how many outfits did you pack? Did you lay everything out? Like I'm going to wear this to the thing. I'll pack a second outfit for dinner and then maybe something for Friday. I, I pay, I do that. And then I have my emergency outfits and then I have my, if I want to change outfits. So I had like three extra outfits on top of that. And I ended up going to one of them, which was good. An emergency outfit? Yeah. Because uh-huh. Steph and I on, um, on Friday, we decided we were going to walk over to Nike Town. So it was a nice walk, beautiful day, but it's very humid. So when we got back, my shirt was all sweaty. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank goodness I have extra shirts so I can go and change. Were you all sweaty after that walk? I was sweaty every day. It was so humid there. <laughs> I was like, oh. I know. It's a different heat than uh, Vegas heat. So when you go there, you get out the airport, you can already feel it. The humidity. Did you, mm-hmm. did you overpack staff or you packed just the amount of uh, stuff? My James really lowered me down. He's like, honey. Don't overpack. So he helped me pack. He helped me pick out my outfits and he made sure I didn't overpack this trip. And wow, it was life changing. I said I didn't need everything that I was going to bring before and I didn't have any checked in bags. So smooth. That That is a game changer when you just go on with a carry on. I did that too for the first time in years and it was like, oh, exhilarating. It was so nice. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just get to go to the car now. <laughs> my wife has a rule. It's carry on only. So every time, if we're going back home for a week or something for a long time, that's stressful backing. She's like, no, we're not checking bags. It's too much. I'm like, all right. It's a lot goes into that. Yeah. You're very selective on what you're bringing back home. For sure. Well, yeah. It, and the only problem is, is if you want to bring stuff back, there's yeah. usually no room <laughs> for it. <laughs> that was the last one? Yep, that's it. Losing track of time. Uh, nine o'clock hour. Really cool. At 930, $150 gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. We have it for you in just about 29 minutes. It's Mix 94.1. Doja Cat and SZA, kiss me more. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. You were talking yesterday, Mercedes, about your next facial you're going to get at Blue Point Medical Spa. What was it again? It's uh, the Icebox facial. I'm so excited because I was talking to my esthetician, Jennifer, there yesterday about it. And I said, okay, so do I need to do anything to prepare for this facial? And she said, yes, stop using your retinols because it could irritate your skin. So I, I can't use my retinols for the next two days. 
And then I'm going to go and get it on Thursday. I'm so excited. So excited. This is really exciting because you can get uh, a lot of stuff done at Blue Point Medical Spa with a $150 gift card, which we have for you in just about 15 minutes, right around 930 on that one. We've done this before, and I found some new questions. I want to bring in Stefan on this one. Uh, A raise your hand poll. A bunch of questions I want to ask us, and we just raise our hands. We don't say who's, who's raising their hands. We'll say, okay, two hands are raised, three hands are raised, one hand is raised. We go with these um, kind of intimate questions on this one. You guys down to play? Yeah, let's try it. I like when we do this because nobody really knows who answers what unless we all answer yes or all answer no. First one asked out a random server or bartender and got their number. One hand raised. Hmm. Has done. I'm wondering who that is. (laughs) Curious. Hmm. It works. Has done drugs with a complete stranger. Zero hands. Well, wait. Oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I was in college at a Jimmy Buffett concert. Does it count like, hey, you want to? Passing the Ducci? Yes, yes. It's a random stranger. Yeah, that's a random stranger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I'm thinking back to. Okay, Okay, see, we got to get this straight before we give ourselves away. (laughs) No commentary then. I mean, yeah, there's there's two hands up, but who knows who it is? Two questions we revealed on both of them who has done it. All right, third one. Hitchhiked? And jumped in a stranger's car. Zero hands. Ever asked to speak to someone's manager? Two hands. Ever been called into a boss's office for personal discipline reasons? We're all all thinking. I don't know if certain things count as personal discipline. Yeah, what's personal discipline? Like you did something wrong and they're mad at you? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) One hand had relations. Was it here? No, this wasn't here. No, no, no. my my younger days. Okay, gotcha. Had relations in a public bathroom. Zero hands. Ever boring. Ever caught? (laughs) We're all boring. (laughs) Ever caught a significant other in the act of cheating? What kind of cheating? Cheating. Not not physical cheating, right? Ooh, like she got cheating? you on a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> did you catch someone emotionally cheating on you? I did. I did catch someone. I think I told this on the air. It was a text message, and I opened his phone, and I asked him about the girl. And he's like, no, there's nothing going on between us. I'm like, dude, I just caught you red-handed. So, yeah, text cheating. Rude. You're better off. Yes. Yes. Sister. (laughs) Have had relations in a pool. Two. Disgusting people. Seriously. Weirdos. Have been caught having relations. Three. (laughs) Have had relations on a plane. On, like, on the Great Plains. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> I say I drove to the Great Plains. You uh, you have had relations with someone you just met. Qualified just meeting within hours or just... If you're questioning, JC, just put your hand up. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out at the Circus Circus one There's, night. I, I, I didn't see all the hands. Oh, sorry. Uh, two out of three. Oh, you guys. Oh, I mean, uh, what? <laughs> you guys <laughs> <and> girl. <laughs> have had relations in a room where there were other people present. 
Oh, what is this? Sex life on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> One hand is raised. What? One hand is what? Raised. No way. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. I want to hear that blind? story. Who was it? I wonder who. Oh. You can see me. I wasn't raising my hand. <laughs> hey, a long time ago, man. They were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> they were, at least you thought they were asleep. Have, well, yeah, you're right. Have broken a piece of furniture or something while having relations. Three. Futon. <laughs> oh, those are so flimsy. It was old. Um, let's see here. Have gotten blackout drunk. Ugh. This Three. past weekend. <laughs> yeah, at the Usher concert, I definitely blacked out. They said, Steph, you were singing every single song on the top of your lungs. I was like, oh, that's weird, because my throat and my voice is still here. That whole and also, th- it wasn't Usher. It was Earl Turner. <laughs> oh, Willie? Oh, that's who I went to go see. <laughs> Oh, dang, I thought it was a Usher concert. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he, he's amazing. Yeah, I love Earl Turner. Turner. <laughs> he says it's really good. That's the first Earl Turner reference on the show in a long time. Uh, uh, we got to end on that, I think. End on Earl Turner. Okay, one more, one more, one more. Have seen a sibling naked? Oh, gosh, yes. Well, I mean, as a baby, yeah, as yeah. a kid. What about as a teenager? No hands raised. Thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> that would be too traumatizing. Earl Turner. I love it. <laughs> He's great. He's awesome. <laughs> That's how drunk Steph was, though. Oh, come on. Let's make that 4.1. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending <laughs> on Mix 94.1. Okay, we have the weekend trending this morning. He just set a new record on the Billboard charts. His song, Blinding Lights. It has now spent 88 total weeks on the Hot 100 chart. That is a new record. The song is number 18 on the charts this week. That helps it set that new record for the most weeks spent on the chart in history. In in the history of the Billboard charts. Like, this is a huge, huge record. He actually surpassed our local guys, Imagine Dragons. Their hit, Radioactive held that record for quite a while and now it's been beat out by the weekend nice way to go though you know yeah so what was i'm trying to think, what was so what was been 88 weeks ago oh man this is right this i googled 88 weeks ago from today was monday december 9th 2019 that was before all, oh. Oh, a happier time. Oh, I want to go back to when we, we played that song with the first. Hey, there's a new song, song from the weekend. It's called Blinding Lights, you guys. I do remember when we first started playing, we were like, doesn't it sound kind of 80s? It's kind of like an 80s vibe. I remember talking about it. Mercedes, are you excited about your trip to Italy next year? Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. I'm all set. <laughs> We're, gosh, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? It's going to be the trip of a lifetime. I've been waiting all my life for this trip. You've been planning your entire life. Oh, I'm so excited so for you. so wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I can't wait to go to all the, the sporting events. It's going to be so great. Uh. Uh. How times have changed. Yeah, so that's trending. This he, the weekend has been with us since prior to the pandemic. That song has been there. Like It's a go-to, waiting and, there for and us. And he will be there for us after the <laughs> pandemic also. Also trending this morning is alcohol. A new study says moms with young kids drank nearly 323% more during the pandemic. The study launched in 2020 to analyze the pandemic's effects on American drinking habits. And it found that overall consumption was 39% higher in November of 2020 than it was 
in the previous February, kind of when everything started. The more women disproportionately reported exceeded recommended drinking guidelines than men did. But your drinking guidelines are a lot different than than the ladies. Guys, for guys, it's four drinks per day, but no more than 14 drinks per week. And for women, it's no more than three drinks a day or seven drinks per week. So that's a huge difference. Not saying that I want ours to be higher because that's just way too much mm-hmm. for me. But it, it just there's a big discrepancy on yeah, recommended drinks, you know. But when's the last time you did? So it's three a day for ladies, four for guys. Yeah. Have you ever done four drinks a day, seven days in a row? No, I can honestly say there's never been. a. I haven't done that two days. Well, maybe two days in a row, not three days in a row. When's the last time you went? Have you ever gone seven days in a row drinking? No. I'm not saying wasted, like a glass of wine every no, night. No, no. I, I don't think I ever have. I just, my body does not act kindly to that. Um, I can go twi- twice, maybe three, pushing it. But after that, it's just, my body starts to retain um, a lot of water. I just get mm-hmm. puffy and I just don't feel good. I feel really lethargic. I don't metabolize alcohol very well. <laughs> I just don't. Maybe over like a Christmas break for me, back home visiting one family one night, bottle of you know some wine the next night, and just visiting family. That's probably the only time I've ever done seven days. And I'm not talking about getting like hammered every night, no. maybe a glass of wine. Maybe the next time I'm a little excessive, but then cut it back with a glass the following night. But yeah, that's a lot of a lot of booze. Your body needs a break. Your liver <laughs> needs a break. And then finally, speaking of drinking, Mountain Dew is trending. Hard seltzer's been big. But is hard soda next? Pepsi's announced that they're going to start selling boozy Mountain Dew next year. They're actually partnering with the Boston Beer Company, which owns Sam Adams and the hard seltzer brand Truly. They're calling it hard Mountain Dew. And it's 5% alcohol, so that's about the same as hard seltzer and beer. But unlike normal Mountain Dew, it's not going to have any sugar. There's no caffeine either. There are three different flavors. They have the original Mountain Dew flavor. They have watermelon and they have black cherry they say it's going to hit stores early next year and that is what's trending if you have skin you're going to love this price here <laughs> people without skin are like ah, <laughs> caller 20 702-364-9400 your caller 20 check that out yeah we have a 150 dollar gift card for you to check out blue point medical spa i've done so many great treatments there all therapy uh the honeycomb treatment i'm doing the icebox facial this week it, they, they can cater to whatever your skin care needs are and you can go check them out they're on buffalo just north of cheyenne caller 20 you get this gift card right now 702-364-9400 let's get back to more mercedes in the morning i like to listen in the morning and uh, while i'm driving to work on mix 94.1 hey kim hi first things first do you have skin Yes, I do. Okay, yeah, great. Perfect. Yeah. You're calling 20. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing, Kim. Congratulations. A $150 gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. You just got one. Mercedes, what are some of the things you can have done? Oh, gosh. You can have so many. And it, just, it doesn't have to just be your skin. They have a lot of body sculpting treatments. If you get Botox, they have that, too. But I love, I love their face treatments. My skin looks so great, and yours is going to look great, too. So congratulations. Thank you so much. And we have these $150 gift cards to Blue Point Medical Spa all week long. Next one up tomorrow morning at 930. Save Max, Kings and Queens. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Thank you guys for joining us. 
We will be back tomorrow, Wednesday morning. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff for you, including more tickets to see Ben Platt. We'll have a pair of tickets in the 6 o'clock hour. Right after that, we'll be playing Two Truths and One Lie. That's always fun. I feel a little rusty. We played it in a couple weeks. We're going to get back to that. Brush up on your truth-telling or lie-telling? Yes. And then in the 8 o'clock hour with Heads Up, front row tickets to see the Jonas Brothers. Definitely don't want to miss that. Heather is on the way next, and right now it's time for the line of the day. I'm I'm literally still laughing over this line that you dropped earlier this morning. Oh, no. During our Raise Your Hand poll, staff admitted to recently getting blackout drunk. Um, let's see here. Have gotten blackout drunk. Ugh. This Three. past weekend. <laughs> blackout? Yeah, at the concert, I definitely blacked out. They said, Steph, you were singing every single song on the top of your lungs. I was like, oh, that's weird, because my throat and my voice is still here. That whole and th- also, it wasn't Usher. It was Earl Turner. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's who I went to go see. <laughs> Shout out to Earl Turner, man. I heard you put on a great show. I've never, I, I haven't seen it since you are at the Rio, but I heard it's really good. Smith Center, October 27th, oh, 7 o'clock. Okay, we're going. And Steph, you're singing every song at the top of your lungs. She's going to be singing Usher at the concert. <laughs> you got it. You got it, Ben. <laughs> That'll do it for show number 1462 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.